Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Auto Know Better podcast. Um, here tonight, we're joined by Carl, Jay, and Adam. Welcome, guys. All right? Hello, All right. Excellent. Uh, we'll just get straight into it. And uh, first on the menu is prediction results. Now, I usually pick these up, but as I'm host this evening, Jay's agreed to step in. Away we go, Jay. Yeah, um, so it's pretty much a clean sweep of us all getting stuffed this week. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody went for Arsenal, did they? So Yeah, one. One person did, didn't they? One you said that earlier. Point. Yeah. You said that earlier, but that were for... That um, it was Bren. Bren went to oh, one Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the uh, the scores and thinking, they're all for us then. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, you went with 2-1 leads. Becky went for 2-1 leads. Uh, Bren went to one Arsenal, so we have to thrash him when we see him. Uh, <laughs> M Render won one draw. Uh, Gilly, you went for a two-all draw. Yeah. Uh, Jason, he went for a two-all draw. I obviously went four-one because ever the optimist me, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, just the other way around. Carl, you again abstained, so you ended up with a two-two draw. Um, yeah. K got a one-all draw. Luke a three-one draw. Nicola got a one-all draw. Smarty got 3-1 leads, and Ash had a 2-all draw. Oh, and Stats went for 2-1 leads as well. So, looking at that, Bren's the only one that got any points this week, so he got one point. (laughs) He's gone at one place in the table. Uh, Other than that, we're all in the same place. Nothing really has changed. So, yeah, (laughs) not all right. What I can say about that, I'm just, I'm I'm glad that most of us went for leads. Um, I'd have been very disappointed if anyone else had gone for... uh, Arsenal there, but yeah. I'll be really got, honest. If if I go for the draw, it's because I think we're going to get beat. <laughs> but you can't bring yourself to do it, can you? No, you can't that's... bring yourself to do it. I'm I really saying, can't. Like, I just refuse to believe that we've got no chance. I, I think yeah. the thing is, though, we'll we'll stick a pin in that and we'll come back to that. We sure so, will. 
just just on that then so um obviously uh, i think uh, most people that listen to the pod on a regular are aware that we now have a Brady and coke so this week's was uh, hosted by luke he was joined by becky and smarty and we had guests on that were shannon and joe uh, joe being the competition winner so well done joe um, and we'll include their apps in the uh, uh, in the details as we release the pod as well. Uh, but we'll still have a, a very short discussion on on the game. Obviously, Arsenal won that one four one. Um, so, Adam, I'll come four to two. you first. Four two, it was. Sorry. Come on now, Gilly. <laughs> Poor note taking that, isn't it? I need to do my own work yeah. a bit better. So, I'll come the to you, Adam. When you turned your TV off. <laughs> I was going oh, to say, you, yeah. You got to stick with it, aren't you? I'm not one of those that can go early to get in my car. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> Go on, Adam. What do you think? I was one of them. I was. Uh, I was. Oh. I was. Can I turn him off? I missed him. Um, so basically, the f- the first half was just. It was Sunday league stuff from Leeds. It was fucking appalling. Um, and to me, that it's it's almost unforgivable for me. Like we, I said this about. Uh, I said this about the Everton game. We don't turn up for a full 90 minutes. And it's almost like, the, the, I don't know if there's a mentality thing with these players at the moment where, you know, they, they're going, right, well, yeah, we're, we're just championship players and we're this and we're that. And then they play like championship players for 45 minutes and then play like fucking Pele for 45 minutes. But they can't do it. Let's be consistent because it's just, it's for me, that, that I was... That was the angriest I've been at a league performance for a long time. Do you know, I can hear I was, that. I was really... <laughs> I don't, I'm like, yeah. Did you go full man, it, But I was fucking furious because it was... The defending was Sunday league. You know, the, we got away with that with the Saka penalty shout, uh, which at first, at first I thought, fuck, that's a penalty. The second one where Melier clattered... Uh, I can't remember. Did he clatter Saka again? Saka, yeah. yeah. Like... Why are we why why are we not fucking doing out about like why are we making these silly mistakes in the first forty five minutes? And you could see Melier, uh, his head had gone. So when the, the Bellerin's goal went in, when he just fucking tap danced around the whole back four, it was literally like watching a pro team play against a bunch of year sixes. That goal, mm-hmm. it was fucking appalling, and and for that reason. I, 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 I had a beer at half-time, like we all probably did, and, and I calmed down, and I saw the substitution, and I had another beer, because I got angry again. <laughs> <laughs> That's when hit the shots. And then Costa came on. Like when Costa came on, and, and then 4-0, fucking brilliant. And, and it was just, I don't know why we're doing it to ourselves. These players have got to realise that they're in a privileged position. Yes, most of them are championship players, and yes, for 45 minutes, they look world beaters. But I don't want a 45-minute team. I want a 90-minute team that can actually perform at a consistent level. And that's not what we're getting. And that's, that's the hardest thing for me. And that, that game is the angriest, I've, as I say, the angriest I've been in a long time. I'm proper pissed off about it. <laughs> so I, I, no, I, I get that, and and I think a lot of us were. But I, I, you know, just to come back to the point that you made there, where where you're saying, you know, these are championship players. No, they're not. They used to be. How long does that excuse last? It's like well, the free hit. Sheffield United, Chef United oh, first God. season back, they played brilliant. This season, the the fucking championship players again, and this is the issue that we're going to have next season. You know, the likes of, you know, we're all. 
loving the performances we're getting from certain players. You know, Cooper, yeah. Dallas, Ailey. Let's be honest, Bamford, Alioski. Let's be honest. Are these guys, are they genuinely year in, season in, season out, premiership players? I think or some of them have earned... riding the crest of a wave? Yeah, I some of them have earned the chance. Some, some of them have earned, earned, earned the chance. But, uh, yeah, I, I do come back to the point that a lot of us have made, this is not me arguing with you, a lot of us have made this point of this is the team that got us out of the championship. Yeah, it did. They walked the championship. They absolutely blew teams away in the championship, earned the right to play in the Premier League. I don't think we can keep saying the, these are, this is a championship side. And the reason I'm saying that, even though they were in the championship and, and you know, maybe you, you could say that they found the level is, they found the next level now. They've earned the right to play in the Premier League and they are doing so what we can't then do is excuse them not doing well in the Premier League because the championship players, because they're not anymore. They want the league. So you yeah, can't keep saying that, 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 you know, that only carries you so far and either the step up or the dot, ultimately. But, but let's, let's be honest, how, how many are stepping up, <laughs> genuinely? And how many do you see consistently stepping up for the seasons to come? Well, consistently is the matter. I think, you know, you mentioned Ailing there, and I think Ailing's had a cracking season. I think he's, he's had, had really well. Season. I think he was really poor at the weekend. Um, he was out of position that, completely, like pushing. He, he was. So, you know, that, 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 yeah. that first goal, he, he backed off and backed off and backed off. Now, isolated Melier, but uh, at the same time, you can't get away from the fact that Ailing's allowed that to happen. So you, I think Melier will look into his far post, trying to second guess that that's where the ball was going and he got beaten at his front post and yeah okay keeper shouldn't get beaten at the front post he then did it again but his head had gone but by then um, but you know Erling did back off and back off but I, I genuinely he's, he's been one of the, the better performers of the most surprising performers of the season I would say in the league not just in the squad yes you know the, what sorry the way I, I, I was looking at it for a couple of years lads like you, you, you can kind of look at it yourselves if you look at the, the, the top six and the bottom six, the top six in the, the championship and the bottom six in the Premier League, there is zero difference in the, the, the you know, the, the step up. Those six places, if you're in those six places in either league, that, that's essentially the same step, if you get me. And anything above the bottom six in the Premier League, we're essentially overachieving with the, and a championship squad but for us to be able to achieve what we're achieving just kind of it, it, it means that he's done what he's done with the players and whatever but he's, he's taken that step up again like you said Giddy they've taken the next step into the Premier League but again they've also taken the next step to get out of that bottom six and I think that that's a bigger step than, than anything else but I think we, we are overachieving with the squad we have like yeah, you guys probably um, didn't hear this because you were all watching the game. Um, but I was like, now I was driving home um, just before kickoff, so I was listening to Radio Leeds with the build-up. Um, and it's funny what you were saying there because Noel Whelan actually was saying the same thing about the players, and he said, "Yes, these players got us promoted from a championship, and we'll be forever grateful to them for that. But they've done their jobs now, and the club mm. now has to do its job and start to transition the playing staff and take it to a higher level." by 100%. moving certain players on. Um, and I thought it were, it were kind of... I were a bit shocked to him say that because I thought he'd be more like, oh, yeah, you got to stick with players, you know. They've earned the chance and all that. I think we're at the point in the season now where everyone's had the chance. We know who's got it and who hasn't. And even mm. those that we have to let go, we'll be grateful to them for what they did for us and we'll never forget that. They'll be legends forever. 
you know, with Leeds fans. But it is time to start looking forward and you can't keep older people forever. And on that note, he um, they got into the discussion about Alioski and a new contract for him. And um, he said something along the lines of um, when, I think it was Pope, he said to him, oh yeah, but he's a good character around the place. So the other players love him, you know, keeps morale up and all that. So, but, so Whelan turns around and goes, right then, hire a comedian. It'll be a damn sight cheaper. You know, <laughs> yeah. he has a really good point and it is brutal, you know, to a degree. Yeah. He's a great character, but we do have to start looking at how we're going to progress and you can't be too sentimental with stuff like that. And it's, you know, the old saying yeah. is... Um, Forms temporary classes permanent. Well, that goes both ways. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like the, the, from the uh, sorry, just from the the interview uh, that we did, uh, myself and Luke did. Like it was interesting talking to someone where they were basically from the outside uh, looking in. It's totally different as fans. We're we're emotionally involved, but then from a professional element. They, they understand where they're like, yeah, he, he's got to go. Like, you know what I mean? There's no ifs, buts, or maybes. Like, it's, it's just the way it is. Like, and, and they're used to it, but we're, we're emotionally involved rather than strategically and, Logic. you know, logically well, involved. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's a business, uh, but you know, mm. we are emotionally invested in this club and we will never yeah. stop being emotionally yeah. invested in this club. Now, it's not your average you know, business, is it? It's not. And, and, you know, we named our podcast after Arta, and you can tell that he's emotionally invested in this club, mm. but he's yeah. also a businessman. Rads is a businessman. They are in it. This is their careers. This is their jobs. You know, this is not their, their hobbies. We, we do this as a hobby. We, you know, it, it's a horrendous one sometimes. It's really <laughs> depressing. But you know what? This is what we choose to do. Um, I mean, some of us, we, we didn't really have a choice. But, you know, to, to be so, so into it, this is something that is a passion for us. This is a job for them, ultimately. This is their business. Yeah. This is what they do, and they need to carry on continuous improvement. They need to, you know, they need to make those incremental changes to the squad that takes us slightly further. And, and you know, there's there's the lot of diminishing returns that we've discussed before. But at the same time, um, you, we've got to be able to start competing at that next level. And we've talked about that bottom six. And you're right, the bottom six of the PL and the top six of the championship. Yeah, we were the anomaly. We were the ones that were in there that had not been in the Premier League and had not had those parachute payments and were still in a position because of Bielsa's magic and because of Rad's yeah. influence that, that we were capable of getting, you know, I mean, absolutely steamrolling the league in the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, we, 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 were, we were in, and the, in the mixer on, on both occasions without big investment and without the benefit of the Premier League money. So, you know, to then at first time of asking go beyond that, where they've, you know, the yo-yo clubs are in there, uh, you know, the recently promoted clubs. He's, you know, it's astounding. You know, who could have believed that we would be in this position? And, and, I, and I agree with you, Adam. I was so pissed off at the weekend. But then you reflect on it and go, I'm really pissed off at getting beat by a well, side that cost a man of Arsenal and it's the expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but looking, looking more to the, to, to the future, like, um, there's, there's two ways this can go for Leeds. If we... We could either do a Wolves where we consolidate, have a great first season back and improve the playing squad and improve, you know, bring in better players, replace some of the mediocre, bring in better players. That's exactly what Wolves did. Or we can go Sheffield United and we can keep the same players, pay another £27 million on a, a, a player that's injury prone. Do you know what I mean? Or we can, or we can keep the, the core of the, of the team that did well in their first season back in the Premiership 
and get fucking bummed next season. That's what's happened yeah. to Sheffield United. And I, I would rather fuck the sentiment. I love some of the players. They, they, as Jay said, they've done us proud. We'll always be indebted to them for getting us out of that league. But go and do it for another team. Go and do it for Watford. Go do it for Wednesday. Go do it for fuck Wednesday, actually. Go do it for... <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Go do it for another championship team. Who's got a Yorkshire one? I don't care. Go play somewhere else. Go make your money somewhere else. But I'm, I'm not... I am not down for being a mid-tier. I'm not, I don't want to be a fucking... A Crystal Palace in this league. Ah, oh, fuck that. You know what I mean? Doing nothing. Better than that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having that. We are a top, top team. We're a top club and we deserve to have top players coming in. And if that means That's that right. we have to let go of people like Pablo and Alioski and Click and Dallas to a certain degree, anybody, nobody in this club other than Melier, Calvin, Calvin, Rafinha and possibly Rodrigo, if he can grow a pair of bollocks and get through <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> That's it. The rest, of them are, the rest of them are all replaceable. And should be replaceable. I've got to say, will be here for a while. Arison's going to be here for a while. I reckon we've got to spend on at least three decent players next season, like 20 to 30 mil each type spend. We're not going to spend fucking mega money, are we? But we've got to spend good money. We've got no chance otherwise. We just can't, we can't do any other. We've got no choice. Agreed. No, you're right. No other as well, Adam. Like, you were um, saying how angry you were with that game. You know, like, you know, I get real wound up. Sometimes. No, we'd never <laughs> notice that, Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But do you know what? The Arsenal game, <laughs> like, I, I was just, I was just like, I was just sort of sat on the sofa, like, just fed up. This is shit. Like, so I, just, <laughs> I, I couldn't even get angry. I was that let down. I was just, I couldn't. I was, you know. But it the, were all the way, gone. It had the, just seeped out of me with colour. The worst thing, though, honestly, the, the, I've seen stuff on Twitter about. Uh, if you can't support us at our worst, oh, we don't deserve us at oh our best. God, here we go, yeah. What, getting beat by Arsenal? And if we if we oh, win our game in hand, we'll still be above them and be in the top half of the Premier League. Don't you dare criticise the players sorry. when they play badly. It's not allowed. <laughs> You're not a proper fan if you criticise anyone. So, yeah. I mean, it, that, that's bollocks. all... Pay us uh, fucking hell, Salah scored. It's 1-0 Liverpool. Bastard. No, never mind. Right, anyway, so let's cheer up and move <laughs> off from the Arsenal game. So, um... <laughs> Carl, I believe that you've got something mm-hmm. for us from the poll outcome. Uh, so, thanks, Gay. Every, uh, as the po- listeners know, every week uh, <laughs> we ask you to choose the main subject from the pod. Uh, so, the following Meslier, does he need time out? Roberts, does he impact the game more than Pablo? Uh, Phillips, what's the best lineup without him in the team? And uh, it's a bit of a whitewash here, really. Like, uh, with 9%, it was Meslier timeout. With 20%, it was Roberts over Hernandez. But with 71% out of the 250 votes, it was best lineup without KP. Um, now, this is probably the most talked about part now at the moment after the game on against Arsenal. And uh, we all have difference of opinions, but I'd, I'd like to maybe get... Uh, your one there now, Gilly, if you don't mind. What do you think is is the best best options we have? And do we continuously put square <laughs> pegs in round holes? Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if we look at it, I think we've, we've all got various different opinions. You know, people have shared opinions on Cooper. Lots of people have shared opinions on Alioski. Um, personally, I, I, I wanted Aileen at right back. I think that he excels there. He's had a cracking season. And do you know what? Mm. 
he didn't have the best game, but but um, you know he's he's done well at centre back in previous games when when he's been called upon. But I want him at, at right back because he's, he's fantastic. He gets forward, he gets back, he knows when to go, he knows when to stay. Uh, he early flops and slows the game down if we need him to slow slow the game down. Um, but you know when it comes right down to it, we're only going to be talking about one player, and I've not mentioned him yet, and that's strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single Leeds fan. Before the game, during the game, as soon as that news came out that Calvin might not make it, everybody were going, please don't put strike it, strike it middle. Keep him at centre-back. This is, we're just getting to a point of having a settled back four. Please don't put strike in a central defense, uh, a defensive midfield, keeping in central defence. And let's just keep that back five static for a bit and just give them a chance at getting yeah. settled. And all right, yes, that would have been slightly different dynamic without Calvin there because he's so massive for the defence. But that was all it was. And do you know what? We, sp- we speak about um, should Dallas be in against, uh, alongside Click, uh, you know, we, Rod's out. So what do we do there? There's conversations around that. Should we have been Pablo in? Should we have been Tyler in? Ultimately, all of that's just a game of opinions. But all of the people that I saw sharing opinions said, we must not play strike in the middle, play him at the back. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah no I think that's a fairly logical thing like no I've, I've seen the same kind of comments online and <clears throat> the the kind of kickback from that is oh well what do you know Bielsa doesn't know and it's like well look let's be honest even Bielsa will admit that he's wrong and he'll say it because he'll never blame the players yep. so he knows when he when he does something wrong we don't need to you know obviously we're allowed our opinions and where I'll give them, but for people to come up and shut your opinion down because it's like, oh, you can't, like you said earlier, Jay, like, can't criticize players, can't do that, that's not allowed. But you can, you can criticize to a point where if a whole fan base can see it, and I'm sure Victor and, <laughs> and Andrea can see it, and Angus can see it when they're at the games and they know what the settle back for is, just leave it as the settle back for. Like, like you said, Giddy, it's the first time in a while we've had a settle back for and they were doing quite well. But it's, it's, you know, again, it's just people's opinions and, and we're entitled to them, but we'll never, you know, those opinions will never affect what the Elsa does, thankfully. No, because some of them are shite. <laughs> 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 you know, do you, like, do you, do you, who do you think would, would be better off in that position and, and leave the back four as it was? Um, as for who'd be better in that position, I'm not entirely sure, to be completely honest with you. It's just... I'm more of a sort of change as little as possible sort of view from from my perspective. Do you know what I mean? But I get that we have to like shuffle things when somebody's out, but surely just put somebody else in for Calvin. Don't mm-hmm. change anything else. Do you know what I mean? I just I don't understand that. I know Bielsa's has got his reasons for doing it. Like we've said, he knows far more than we do. But I think you almost said it during the predictions, Gilly, but we'd have, we'd have probably all gone, apart from me, obviously, different predictions <laughs> if we'd known that Stroit was going to be playing in midfield instead of Calvin. I think there'd have been a lot more draws on that list of um, predicted results. And yeah. it says it all. Um, as you say, like Leeds, Twitter, everybody up in arms about it. Just nobody wants to see him play there because he's never once been convincing. Um yeah. But that's not to take away from him as a player, though, because no, he's he's done extremely well at centre. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's not at a CDM. That's it. No, I I'd like to see him stay where he is. You know, he's mm. he's been a bit of a sort of a shining light during these injuries that we've had. So 
I'd have kept him there, kept it settled, as you say. And, I mean, maybe put Shaq in there. I don't know. He's just a bit lightweight. I'm not even sure what he brings to the team at the moment. I've not seen much from him this season. It, yeah. it's, that's the problem, really. Like, who do you put in there if you don't put Strike there? I, I don't think there's anyone else you could really do. Well, there's, there's two players in the squad. Dallas there. Yeah, there's, there's two players in the squad that are not available for Shaw and Cock. They can both play yeah. that role, and they're not available oh, yeah, to us. They're not available, are they? So <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Who do you use? I'd probably put Dallas there. Yeah. I was just going to say, Adam, you were shaking your head there. I, I was yeah. going to come to you there and just <laughs> see what you were thinking. Shaking his head in silence because he muted himself again. It's just <laughs> <laughs> tapping on glass. I'm just, I'm just, that, this is, and it goes back a few pods ago when I was saying, what's the point in the under 23s, right? We've got a young lad in non Kenner who is a defensive midfielder, right? He's eight. He's what seventeen, eighteen. Oh, sorry, Kenny. Kenny. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how you pronounce his name. It's K E W N E H, isn't it? Kenny. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know how you say it. It can be Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. Anything we want. <laughs> I don't give a. F- At this point, I don't care. But what I what I'm under twenty three. This uh, this is my this is what boils my piss with our under twenty three. He's brought the fire this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry. I'm still You've pissed off this since right? Sunday, aren't you? <laughs> We, we're 13 points clear in the PL2. Brilliant. What's that, mate? What does that mean? What are these players getting from that? Kenny, Kenneth, whatever his name is, at this point, right? Why are we, Why is he not being trained the same way Calvin is? Calvin is our quarterback. Calvin is our Xabi Alonso, what Liverpool had back in the day, right? He's our most important player and everything goes through Calvin. Okay, that's fine. So let's... Let's forward think and have a fucking 18-year-old kid in our PL title-winning team fucking playing the same way. So when Calvin is fucked, we have a like-for-like replacement and we don't have to fuck about playing Shackleton in three different positions every game that he comes in. He doesn't get any consistency. That's why he's not performing because he doesn't know. Poor kid probably doesn't know what the fucking hell he's doing. Same as Robert's. These players don't know what they're doing. Are they a left winger today? Are they a centre mid? What are, what are they? You've got to be a seasoned pro to understand, in my opinion, um, the, the different positions that you need to interject between a game. An 18-year-old kid or a 20-year-old kid like Shackleton is going to go, well, fuck me, I'm a right-back now, so I've got to play the same as Luke Ayling. Oh, fuck me. Now I'm a centre mid, I've got to play like Click. The, their head's going to fucking explode. They're not... <laughs> mentally mature enough to do it. So what this whole under-23 shit should be is training them. Right, you, yes, you're playing in this position because you are the next Calvin Phillips. You, you're the next Patrick Bamford. You, you're the next Alioski. And we're going to fuck you off. Whatever it may be. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever it is, that's the point of the under-23s. You, you're the next sports shop. Go get on that table. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're fortunate. Yeah, we'll never see you again. Um, but whatever it is, but that's the point. And why, why, I just, I don't get it. Huggins came on and was absolutely superb. He was I class. Was good. Yeah, he, he was. was brilliant. He was. So, yeah. so they've got it in them. These under 23 players have got it in them. So if Calvin's not there, give it a like for like. Rather than playing a fucking <laughs> centre back in a different position, 
give it to the under twenty three lad who plays the same position. And if the under twenty threes are not playing the same system, which we know they are, why why aren't they coming through? That's what pisses me off. So do you think we should have like a Some... shadow eleven where like every player is told you're the understudy to him, you're the understudy 100%. to him. Watch his game, see what he does. I want you to learn that role. Someone every 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 professional player at some point, every football, whatever level you play at, whether you're a kid in a playground or whether you're a fucking playing five or side, you all of us were like, right, I'm I'm I wanna today I'm gonna be Roberto Baggio. Today I'm gonna be a bower. I'm gonna be like for me, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Noel Wheeler. Fucking bizarre, isn't it? Like you have a player, like that's what we do as 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 footballers. Everybody does that. So if you have an if you're an under twenty three player, the management should be saying, right, you play a similar position, like model your game on this guy because he's ahead of you in the first team. If you can do what he does and get better at it, you'll fucking overtake him. It's simple for somebody who is so ingrained in philosophy of football. I do not understand why our under-23s are not going man for man for the first team. Like, Somerville looks fucking brilliant at under-23 level. Let him let him come on at right wing. Say to him, model your game on Rafinha. Do what Rafinha does and fucking challenge him for that first, first spot. Uh, I don't get it. Can I make a... a, a, a there was something I had a chat about with someone previously and... It kind of made me think about when I was playing football and I was I, I was trying to, you know, I didn't play to a high standard by any means, but I think regardless if you're 16 years of age, the best way to progress as a, as a footballer is to play B-team football, essentially is what it is back home, reserve team football, where you're playing against men. You're not playing against kids your own age who you can absolutely skin on a daily basis. You need to be playing against grown men who are rehabilitating and going back into a first team. Proper, heavy football. That is, like, the problem now is that the football, like Adam was saying, the Premier League too, it's a load of absolute horse manure. All it is is just prancing around the place. It's not really challenging the players. And what they, the reason that some of them look so lightweight when they come into the first team is because they haven't been kicked about the place. They haven't been knocked about in the way that when the likes of Noel Whelan was younger, he'd have been playing reserve team football, breaking into the Leeds first team. He wouldn't have been playing under 21 football, under 18. If he was 18, he was playing under, you know, he was playing reserve team football. And you're getting hockeyed about the place. And that's why the players, I think, in my opinion, nowadays, are a lot softer than they are. They were maybe even 10 years ago. And I think maybe, like you were saying there, lads, it's like, maybe to try and have a shadow 11 where not just a shadow 11, but I think like a shadow 11 league where it's going to be players that are either in the first team, in the first team squad, or they're the shadow 11 where they all just go out and they play proper physical football. They don't play mm. under 23 football. And I think maybe that's how you learn to start to progress these players quicker Oops. into the first team. Like Beckham and all them, they came in at 18, but they were hard as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? But they've got rid of they, the they, reserve they, leagues, haven't they? It doesn't exist well, this, anymore. The, the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, development yeah, league now. The, the, I think this that's is the what I'm like, saying, though. It needs change, yeah. doesn't it? It is well, the problem. Because... You know, I, 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 I see where you're coming from, and I, and I, and I really do agree. 
I think the way because Leeds can't change that. That's a systemic problem. Oh, yeah. But yeah. You're right. But the way that, you know, there's what, there's nine Leeds players on loan at the moment? Mm. They're out on loan. I mean, some of them will never come back. Lauren de Box still in our books. He's never coming back. I don't know, but you players like that are... Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's younger players. Uh, Robbie Gotts and, and uh, Bogus and, and, and the, um, you know, there's, we've got players out there that are being toughened up in that manner because they're playing lower yeah. than They're going to be getting kicked about because they're going to be technically yeah. more they proficient are, yeah, the ones than playing on the football. Yeah, yeah right. they're going to be getting You send them about. on loan, you've not got them here to step in if you need them, have you? So yeah, and you can't the, coach your philosophy. Learning. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah, learning the physical side, but not the philosophical side of it. Yeah. Then you've got I've a lot of Scalia playing the lightweight football and they won't know what being smashed by a 15-stone block going through <laughs> your legs is. Do you know what I mean? And but that's the thing is... You're going with that. Yeah, 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 Robbie, very careful with that one. Very careful. Very careful. Robbie Gotts has been cleaning up for Salford. He's got a few goals and a few assists and you can see our style is kind of... He's trying to implement it a bit because there's a few tweets where he's put them out and he's like, check the press, check the press. And then they've scored from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking it away from Salford now or anything like that. Their manager's probably doing a good job with them or whatever. Like, But you can see he's trying to implement the things he's learned at Leeds where he is now. And and that's the kind of thing. Like I, I think Gotts, Bogus, all them youth players that are out already, like who, there's another lad at Oldham. What's the lad at Oldham? Um, oh, was it John uh, Stevens? No, it wasn't Stevens. No, was it? no. Yeah, McCallum. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I, right. I, I, I think when they come back, they're going to be a step or two ahead of Shackleton, a few of the lads because they've had that. I think they're like we've we've how many there that are on the peripheral of the first team? Why not send them all out and 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 bring the like there is a few like and maybe we should just send them all out and and work the under twenty threes with bringing the under-18s into that. And then eventually, once they get to a certain point, 18, 19, don't fucking keep them in the under-23s. Sack them out to get kicked about for a while and then having bring them back that, when they're ready. The, the, the one thing on that, having said that, is aren't we still the second tier of the development league? No. Uh, yeah, PL2. So PL2, yeah. isn't it? We're second tier of the development league. So, you know, if, if you get additional benefits and your players are going to play against more technically proficient players in, in the top flight, don't we want the better players, Somerville and, and so on, Gellar, in there to, 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 to push themselves up that, have the experience of actually moving up a level, uh, but equally to also play against your young versions of Foden? Because they're going to have to play against that level as well. Yeah, but mate, when, yeah, when you... We've we've all played football, I'm sure, at some at some kind of level. Now, if you were playing for the B team, if you were playing for so and so B against so and so B, you knew you weren't in the A team. So you're just playing against B team players. So you you know you're playing against players that aren't the best at their club, no matter what level it is. You you just kind of accept it. Now the seventy two league football league teams yeah I I think each premiership club should say we're going to um, put up five players who we think are going to be our next big things and they should loan them to each uh, like to, to, to championship league one league two clubs every premiership team should do it and they should all say we're going to put up 
five players, ten players, and these are the guys that we think are going to be breaking in for different levels, and they should put them down into them levels and make Almost sure like a draft. They... Yeah, I was that... just thinking that. Almost like Kinda, a draft. Yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah. 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 Because if you've got an 18-year-old lad who's, who can score goals for fun uh, under uh, Leeds under 23 level, fucking send him to League 2. See how he does yeah. there. He'll get battered yeah. by some 38-year-old centre-back. But he'll learn. He's a gifted midfielder. Yeah. Send him to League 1. See who he's up against. And if you've got, you know, just how many how many good centre-backs come from the Championship? We're seeing it all the time. You know, I've seen it today. Konza, Esri Konza, he's linked with fucking Liverpool and Chelsea. He came from Championship. He's a young kid. He got signed up. He played in Championship. And now he's... They've got to get their grounding, so Premier. Did Connor Cody come from Championship? Who's that? Did Connor Cody come from Championship? Well, he was with them in uh, the Championship, Cody, wasn't he? Cody was released by Liverpool, and I think he went. He ended up mm. at Wolves, didn't he? And played yeah. at various yeah, levels I, at Wolves. Were there before he? Um, yeah, I was going to say were there well before they were in Premier League, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh but yeah, this yeah. Is what, this is what it is. So we've we every Premiership team is stockpiling players. So fucking get them out. Get- Do you know what would fix that? If they brought in a rule and said like, you know, like compensation for youngsters if they get taken by another club. If they brought a rule in and said, if they played competitive, like professional adult level football, the compensation goes up by however many points if they played so many games. And if they like tied that into the compensation system, they'd soon be sending them all out on loan because then it'd be like if anybody took any of them, they'd get more money from And yeah, that's what it all is for Premier League. It's incentives, isn't it? Or, yeah. 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 So if they tied something like that into it, that could work. Or we're, I don't, we're talking I... about this, this five-sub rule that everyone's been banging on about recently. Make it five subs, but three of the subs have to be players from the under-23s. Bring them on. I get that. I like that. But to go back to your point, Jay, what you'd be then doing is incentivizing Premier League stockpiling players. So we've, we've got Chelsea that have got 70, 80 players on their books, 50 of which will never see the first team. And that Maybe, but wrong. they'd be out playing somewhere. Yeah, but they'd be out playing somewhere. They would never. So all they would do is there might be one player in 50 that makes it. <laughs> at Premier League level and the rest yeah, of them just get farmed out and, and you know the club don't care about them because that no. one player then finances all of the rest if they make it the real real big time and all you yeah, would have is the big players would vacuum in all of those up and coming players and they would ruin them yeah no that's a good point and I mean I, I've not put any thought into this it's just something I've come up no no sports, I get that so. I get that oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying a, to be harsh about it I, I get that but I just head. fucking hate Chelsea and just <laughs> ruining <laughs> players careers and it pisses me yeah. off <laughs> well like, well, like, do, like do, just to kind of get back to the, 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 the poll do, oh yeah shit sorry <laughs> <laughs> no no not at all no so I, I actually anyway, I no actually should have been playing no well, this is the thing. I actually like the way these kind of polls, they spiral into other sections and then we just kind of pick up other things, but we always do come back around, which is great. Like, But do we think that that's a, a viable option that we start sending more youngsters out to League One, League Two? I think we need and, to. And, yeah. And do we think if Bogus comes back, is he going to be an ideal kind of with slot in there if Calvin's injured? Ooh, Maybe. Now, Bogus, I mean, further forward. He's more attacking. He more of an, yeah, yeah, he's more of an eight he, or a ten, isn't he? He is, but he, he's a stocky old lad and, and he knows how to play forward. Like, So I don't think 
I, I don't think we'd have to worry maybe. about anything there. Maybe it's maybe. Listen, it's my only take other point. Ten, take ten million for Click and play at Bogus next season. Simple, done. Probably won't notice much difference while he's playing at home. Done. But that's that's harsh because he's done well for us. But you know, yeah. as we said, but, sentiment's no place for it. Well, do you yeah. know, um, we've, my we've only point about the loan, sir, Gilly, just quickly is yeah. if you do send them all out on loan. You're, you're caught in the kind of catch too, right? Because you want to keep your best players in case you need them. Yeah, but oh, you yeah, don't really care recall. about the club that they've gone to, do you? You want, you want to care about your player. So you you, you put a recall clause in there. And yeah, you can recall Sorry. in the transfer window, though. That's all right. Well, but, I mean, yeah, but you can okay. only name a certain amount of club players in your your squad anyway. Mm, true. Unless they're under 25 anyway, isn't it? And this, this is the problem. Oh, yeah, if they're under 23 or under 21 or something, you don't have to register them, do you? Well, this is the problem, isn't it? The, the Premier League and the EFL are very are two different entities. So they need to work together under the FA badge to make English football better. I agree. We talk about football's coming home and fucking this and that, and it's Euros this season. Bollocks. If you've got two, you've got so many players basically working for two different companies. Yep. So, come together, you've got this superpower business, which is the Premier League, with all these wonderful fucking talents. You know, it's like having an Apple store and curries. Do you, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Or your local little fixing your mobile phone shop. That's exactly yeah. it, isn't it? That's the problem. But you might yeah, have some yeah. guy who can fix your phone in three seconds and he'll be the best phone fucking... But we don't know about him because he's in the little phone shop in Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And, you know, just the last point on yeah. that is, is the, the trickle-down economics that the Premier League actually thinks that they're doing the EFL a favour by giving parachute payments to clubs that have been in the Premier League and that that's going to resolve any issues. Well, all that actually does is allow those top six that you mentioned earlier, Carl, to bully everybody else and get back into the Premier League when the bottom six comes out and vice mm. versa and just yo-yo around and it's, it doesn't benefit anybody. All they do is vacuum up the good players from the other teams that can't afford to keep them. Exactly. So stop giving money, give players, give talented fucking youngsters a chance at all clubs across the EFL to trickle the players down and then you'll get a better quality of football coming through. The, the, the league standard will improve from League 2 to Championship and all of a sudden we'll have a, a, load, we'll have a bigger pool of English players ready to fucking represent the country. So what we can take from from this poll is we, we've essentially fixed English football by wondering who would fill in for Calvin Phillips. I'm absolutely delighted by this. This I mean, is that's, that's, that's no, that's, work, guys. that's, that's absolutely class. <laughs> that is brilliant work, lads. Well done. Can I just Tangent point out that Barcelona are properly in the mud? Mbappe just scored PSG's fourth goal to put them 4-1 up at Barcelona. Wow. This is for only one leg as well, isn't it? They're not doing yeah. two legs with this and, new thing. Now. And can I just say that Uddersfield were one up and their opponents' middles had a man sent off and still beat them 2 1. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, right. So, I can't turn over, but you can't really see him, but. That's why I'm waving my hands around there. <laughs> you can wave your hands around as much as you want, as long as we can see you. All right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the desk, on the desk. It's, it's a deal. Hands where I can see him, Jay. Moving on. Moving on. Right. The discussion on the next game. So, uh, Jay, I am going to come to you on this piece. So, oh, Wolves is our next game. 
So um, hopefully you've had a bit of a chance to uh, have an opportunity at looking at what the um, what the fixture looks like, what we're looking at. So at eight o'clock, I think, on Friday night is the kickoff time, and obviously. For everybody um, that's listening, there will be a variety and coke um, that will be coming out after that. That's the the match day pod. Uh, but Jay, I mean, what what are you seeing coming from that from that fixture? Um, I'm hoping that we're going to win that one. To be honest, um, they've had a couple of wins and a draw, a couple of losses in the last sort of five or six games. So they're they're as inconsistent as we are at the moment. Um, we're sat just above them at the minute with a game in hand on them, uh, two points ahead. So. I mean, at this point of the season, we have done we have done better than they have. So there's no reason to me why we can't go into that game and beat them. Um, I'm going to be honest and say that I don't know a massive amount about Wolves this season and who's even playing for them. I'm, I've not really taken a close look at them, to be completely honest. Um, I were a bit surprised to see them sort of struggle a bit as they have because they did so well last season. Um, I think they've got a decent manager who um, he has some good ideas and his, his tactics are generally pretty good. Um, I think they've got, from what I know of last season, they had some good sort of promising talent and stuff. I'm, I'm not, in, as I say, entirely sure who they've got this year, but they, um, they've been pretty hit and miss, a bit like we have. And I think it's a kind of anyone could take that game. It just depends which Leeds turns up and which Wolves turns up. If we turn up and play like we can, we could absolutely smash them. But at the same time, if we turn up and play like we did for the first half against Arsenal, <laughs> they could smash us, you know what I mean? So yeah, but so could Chef United if we turn up well, like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting one. I think it's very, very difficult to call. Um, and yeah, that's... So, I mean, in answer to the question, what's gone wrong with them? Raul Jimenez not being available. He's so yeah, critical. I, I didn't want to drop. Playing. Yeah, and that's honestly that's it. And as soon as that happens, yeah. I will, I will, I will uh, play fair here, uh, Jason, who's a, um, a regular in the in the group chats and so on with us, uh, even if he's not a regular on the pod. Hopefully, he'll be joining us pretty soon. But you'll know him as Rex Arms, and you will know him as Rex Arms. <laughs> <on Twitter. laughs> um, uh, he, he was one of the first to say they're going to really struggle without him, and they really have. You know, they, they've, they've really mm. looked yeah, quite I remember him saying that actually. Yeah. Uh, they have, they have really looked quite poor. I mean, uh, um, in terms of that, that it were, I think it was uh, just before the weekend fixtures that um, it was confirmed it was back in full training, which is really good news because they, they yeah. described it almost as um, uh, as a car crash injury type thing, um, and it, it, it was awful. And there were there were questions as to whether he'd play again. So that's really good news for him. To be fair, because I'm uh, such a professional, I've done zero research before this. I I went blank on the spot when you asked me. I couldn't think of any of the players' names. Uh, Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, we focus on leads. Fuck off. Yeah. I don't don't really pay much attention to anyone else and then put me on the spot and I'm just like, oh, shit. No, that's fair. Then you'll say, um, like, Jimenez, and I'll think, oh, yeah, shit. And Troy Well, I'm just about to say, Carl, I'm going to come to you on that. So there, there right. was a question. There was a question on Twitter um, that I think was put out either this morning or, or, or yesterday lunchtime or something. That that was, would you take Traore? Um, and um, would you? Uh, so, you know, we've got we've got a Wolves winger. They've got Traore that's still at Wolves. Um, would you do a direct swap um, if it didn't? If if you weren't in a situation where uh, you had. Uh, a wage differential or anything like that if you just had a direct swap uh, where you're going to take a squad player out of ours and bring a squad player of theirs in um, and the one thing that I would say is that he's had no goal involvements this season 
Mm. Um, I'll be honest with you, I, I think Traore is still a work in progress, regardless of anything that he's done, past or present. He's... He... he <laughs> Look, I saw, I saw that question earlier on on Twitter and I, I had about 10 tweets wrote and then I deleted every one of them. <laughs> I thought, I, like, no matter what I say, I'm going to sound like a tool, but I'm going to say it. Um, I, I think he's at the stage where Hedy Sacco was when we shipped him off to Turkey. All power and pace and no product. All, all pace, no end product. Like like you said, Giddy man, he's had no goal involvements this season, and Costa's got what four goals now and two assists. Yeah, which you can't really argue with. So well, no, I, I mean, how many games has he played? If you look at yeah. minutes, you know how, how many minutes yeah. have they played? Yeah, he's, he's he's played <laughs> less minutes than Triora, but he's played less minutes than Triora, yes. and and he's still produced regardless. Like whether we think he, I don't know, he just. He he is he is like marmite at the moment, and I think I I'll be honest the way he plays sometimes when he comes on I know we've slated him and we've you know had difference of opinion and this and that, but four goals and two assists kind of puts it on a on a on a, on the end for me there. I wouldn't swap Traore with the Matal if I'm being honest. I'd I'd just keep him because Traore, like I said, still a work in progress, but Costa knows the system. And he knows Bielsa. He the club. <laughs> no, but ultimately, <laughs> I'm no, not going that far. To be fair, I think you're right. And and why swap a player that actually most Leeds fans, it, you know, he had a, a very good start to the season. I think everybody will admit, and we'll, we'll say he had a good start to the season. Yeah. But, you know, we've got what is in effect a winger that we're not using readily because we've got better players than him. Why would you swap him for an ineffectual winger? What's the point? Yeah. Surely you want yeah, to be like better. He, and is Traore better? I don't think he is. No. Like, I think, like, Costa, like, let's be honest, Rafinha coming in will absolutely just decimate anyone's confidence of trying to get yeah. that spot back. <laughs> yeah. And you can see it's had an effect on him, but... You can. As, an, as, as, as a backup, he's not the worst backup to have. He's not. Like he's I, not. I wouldn't have Traore over him as backup. Yeah. He does score the odd goal here and there. He pops yeah. up in the right place. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying he's perfect in any way at all. He had a great season last year and he kind of carried it in for the first few games and yeah. this season. But he's kind of dropped off when Rafinha came in and got up to speed. But I wouldn't, as backup, and we were talking about it with the poll outcome, Yeah, like he is the kind of backup that we need. He's like, you wouldn't put Alioski in there behind Rafinha if you were taking Rafinha off for any reason no. at all. No. You'd, you'd put Costa no. in there. You would, you know, you're right. And, and he can play on both wings. So, no, I wouldn't swap him at all. I okay, so, Adam, I've got a question for you then. Go so, on. How many times in your life have you turned to a man and said, can you oil me up before I go on the pitch, please? <laughs> <laughs> Honest answer, come on. No. <laughs> no. 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 We do have a group, and I said, do not ask this question. Um, <laughs> did you? Um, yeah. Did you? Uh, listen, listen, listen. All, all fucking about aside, I would take Triori every day of the week because what we struggle with with Leeds at the moment is a plan B. Now, if we're fucking struggling to break a team down, 
take Bamford off. Stick try Put Ferrari up front. Fucking right. He's rapid. He's strong. He's not a striker. I can give a fuck. Look at his attributes. <laughs> <laughs> hang on a minute. Listen, he's fast. He's basically, no, no, him, yeah, he's fast. Hang on, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I've got, I've, I've, I've got. A he's basically, he's he's Darren Huckabee. Hey, yeah. I like him. No, 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 he's not. Who is he? He's oh not. come on! He's that. He's, he's, Hadi Sacco is a brilliant, brilliant link, because all pace, all get to the byline, all got no idea what to do now. Just wallops right. it across the box. I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. But if you, but Hadi Sacco was built like me. He's built like he's built like out of spaghetti. Triori is a fucking <laughs> unit. You, if you stop fucking, if we stop fucking about, stick Triori up front. And play the ball in behind the back four. He's gonna, he's gonna be fucking through there, like. like so why are Wolves doing it? On Reece's So why are Wolves doing it? You what? Well, so why are Wolves doing it? Their manager's not as clued up. Because they're still, they're still. I, I don't know. I, I take Priori ahead of Costa, hundred percent. That was a question, and that's 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 a fair answer. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and everybody else is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you. Adam, you you, you were saying there, he, he he's massive and he's huge and he bars to everyone. How long do you think he's going to look like that if Bielsa gets hold of him? <laughs> that's a very good point. He's not going to look like that. Calvin was sweating on seventy four percent body fat or something. I don't know what it was. It was like, what and again, can I can I just because I said about uh, Wolves doing really well their second season, Sheffield United doing shy. Yeah. Can what were what were Triori's stats last season? Because I know he's had a shit season this season, but what were his stats last season? Didn't he get more? He did more attacking runs, more crosses, more assists. But Liverpool looking at paying 80, 90 million for him at some point. But this, this, I get it. I get that he's having a shit season. But so is Click. So is a few of our lads. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of players having shit seasons. It's a very difficult time with no crowds. So mm. let's let's be serious so, on this. I've, I've got some rather, stats. Rather, huh? I've got some stats. So th- this season so far. He's had Look, 23 about appear- this season. He's been shit this season. No, last 20, season. 23 appearances, no goals, no goal assists. 2019-20, 37 appearances, 10 of them substitutions, four goals, two assists. How many chances created? I don't have that in front of me. But You're clutching there, there, man. But, but, but the one thing that I would say is that he had 37 appearances and only got the same as Costa has this season. Oh. Yeah, but what could he do? He's, <laughs> he, it's the talent, it's the potential he's got. Could you yeah, see Costa no, but... going up another level? <laughs> Can you honest, is Costa playing at his absolute peak and he's still a championship level player? Is tri- has Triore got another gear to go up with a right manager? And I this, think he should have by now. I mean, I mean I'm, look, I'm looking at his stats because you asked me to look at his stats. He's got five goals in five seasons. Oh fuck me! <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Come on. Maybe. Do you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe Nuno knows something after all. Did you had him when he was at Barcelona as a kid? He was decent. Oh, giddy man! <laughs> You've just hung him out to dry there. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> Adam Malone. Mate, 
Adam, I'll, 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 take a, I'll take a bit of the flack off you and admit that when I, I tried to look up his stats, but I looked up Armand Traore instead. The thing is, right, Traore's got... I'd still take Adama. I'd still take Adama Traore ahead of Costa because he's got raw talent and raw potential and raw pace and a Bielsa would do more with him, I think, than Costa. Costa's at his level. Costa is absolutely at his peak and it's still championship to bottom six Premier League level. I think Traore would be able to, to go above that. In my opinion. Mm. I mean, the one thing I, that, that you can probably say that it's in support of your argument is that Costa's had the benefit of playing for a world-class coach. And, mm. do you know, I, I, will, I will say, um, you know, we, we've spoken about coaches that we'd, we'd be happy to see come in. I'm not certain that I'd be happy to see um, Nuno come into Leeds. I, I don't think that he'd be a good fit for us, to be fair. But at the same time, he's also a decent coach. Uh, but he's not Bielsa. And, and and so the one thing that I would say in favour of your argument there is Treyor has not had the opportunity to play for a world-class coach like Costa has. So although Costa's getting better stats, he's also playing for a better coach. So, you know, the, 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 there's, there's a bit of... Too much Swings and roundabouts, so, isn't it? There is. Yeah, yeah, there is. So that's that's fair enough. So a um, bit of a discussion there. Thanks, guys. We've, we've, uh, we've, we've, got, we've, got, we've got one thing tagged on to that is... Um, <laughs> We're now going to come to what I think has now grown into everybody's favourite part of our podcast. I've got to be honest. Absolutely. We are bringing on the hock topic. Uh, yes. So, uh, the hock topic, as, as most of you probably know, but for any new listeners, where have you been? Is um, <laughs> This is where we talk about whether we want the true legend of the game, um, David Hockaday, or the upcoming fixtures uh, coach, who in this instance uh, with Wolves is uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. So, Carl, I'm going to come to you first. Where are we going? Are we going to Hock or are we going Nuno? Um, well, look, Nuno was a goalkeeper initially for club and with all that, like, you know, and he's, he's gone into to management and he's taken to it like a duck to water. But as Smarty likes to point out, it's it's just not a ten meter swimming badge, like you know what I mean. So, um, what's 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 the other one he's got? He's got. It's definitely not a cycling, cycling proficiency. Or... That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cycling the one. Yeah, proficiency. Yeah. And, and plus, I think I, I I think Nuno's starting to look a bit like Mick McCarthy being stuck at Wolves too long. So I think it's going to be the hawk for that particular reason. You know, I've got to be no honest. One. I don't think it looks like Mick McCarthy at all. I was going to say he's going great. The right words, He's going great. <laughs> And he's lost it all up here, but Mick McCarthy kept it up here and, and didn't have it here, and that, that's that's why my twisted what logic. Are you? Do you know what? I've got to I've got to move on, Jay. Yeah. He's very rare to move away from Carl. Jay, you're next on my screen. We're in the hot topic, and we're looking at Hawk, and we're looking at Nuno. Where are you going? Well, you know, there can only be one um, one answer for me here. It's got to be the Hawk because he's got Junior Lewis's phone number. And, you know, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Did he put him in the screen? Did he put what? Was, was, it, was he in the... Is it, did he put him in a stream? He might have done. He might have done. He had him at least with him, didn't he? So. Put half the he did. squad in the stream, didn't he? He did. He did. <laughs> he did. This lad, right. you know... 
You talk about like coaching abilities and all this. He thinks on his feet. He's like the A-team of coaching. <laughs> Nowhere suitable to train? Fuck it. I'll chuck the lads in a river and they can battle. <laughs> you, can't, you can't teach that. You, you can't teach that. Adam, I'm coming to you next. I'm just going to run through a list of uh, the, the, the teams that uh, Nuno's been at. He played for Porto, Aves, Dynamo Moscow, Porto again, Osasuna and Merida, Deportivo La Coruña, Villarreal, Vittorio Gomerez, and played for Portugal in the under-18s, under-21s, under-23s B team, and has managed Rio Avenue, Valencia, Porto and Wolves. Or the Hawk. Well, bearing in mind that Deportivo La Coruña in our Champions League run was probably one of the greatest performances I've seen from a Leeds team in my lifetime. Um, he's, he's played there, he's been there, so I'm going to go for him. Uh, I'm going to go for Nuno just for the memories. Oh, so, cheers, Nuno. <laughs> and he had a full four appearances for them. How many? Oh. That's all right. Did you look a bit, <laughs> did you look a bit less like Mick McCarthy when he played for them? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for Nuno to look less like Mick McCarthy than he does at any point in his life. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see Nuno. Nuno, Nuno do a bouncy action. <laughs> But has he, has he ever got scared by nothing? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the thing is, that's 2-1. Mm. Where are you going, Gilly? It's all on you. You, you, rattled off, <laughs> you rattled off Nuno's playing career, but the Hawk, Blackpool, yeah. put Blackpool on the map, turned it into the place it is today. Swindon <laughs> Town, Hull City, you know, you know it's been everywhere. You know I, I I was I was yeah, but you left out Swindon and you left out no, Rovers. Was it Swindon? Was, or? was he at Swindon? Swindon Submarines. Yeah, it was at Swindon after Swindon Blackpool. Swindon Town. Yeah. yeah, but but you left out. He managed at Forest Green Rovers. He did, but I was talking four years. Career, Gilly. Come on, four years. Do you know what? Was Do you know what? It... I I I was in, I was definitely I was in a position where I I was gonna go. Do you know? I, I, Nuno's never been at Leeds in the Hawk House and the Hawk was taking us to the Champions League. He's got his 10 metre swimming badge. He's got his yeah. cycling proficiency. You absolutely ruined it, Jay. This is your fault. You said he put Blackpool that. on the map. It is a shithole. It should be pushed yep. into the sea. It's it can be fucked right great. off. And I'm going with Nuno. <laughs> Oh. You've obviously never had a weekend at the darts in the Winter Garden. Fuck the Hawk and fuck Blackpool. <laughs> It might as See, well be Manchester. The whole Blackpool comment could have swayed my decision as well there. But he, he asked him before me. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't have been going off on one thing. He looked hey, like I used to love a weekend in Blackpool when I were a lad. <laughs> I bet you did. Riding the donkeys. <laughs> you know me, Cal. You know me. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. I mean, we've done a hot topic, so that that just brings us on to the um, the, the last element of um, tonight's pod, and that is the predictions. So I'm going to hand to you, Jay, just to collect everybody's predictions. Uh... In that case, I'm going to I'm going to go to Mad Adam first because he's not had a rant for a bit. Um, what are you going gonna... for this week, Adam? Do you know what? I'm I'm not going to have a rant. I'm going to just say this quite calmly: Wolves, unfortunately, are going to beat us two one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wish I'd never asked. Gilly, what's yours? Do you know what? Fuck Wolves, we're going to smash him and we're going to smash him 3-0. Get in, man. Fuck it, hell, mate. 
Three nil. All right, Carl, it's it's your turn. Carl, are don't you, play. Uh, are you I don't play, again? man. I I don't play this game. But we still ask you just in case. You know I know, know, yeah. There, yeah, there's some know. nights you might catch me off guard and I might be pissed or something <laughs> and I might give you another <laughs> prediction. We'll get you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you'll message Gilly and say, edit that out, Gilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, I will, I will share. Was... Uh, we had, um, we had um, Smarty and Luke on with us just before we started the recording. Smarty went 2-0 Leeds and Luke went 2-1 Leeds. Um, so Adam's gone Wolves, everybody else. So we've got a 4-1, a 3-0, a 2-1 and a 2-0 so far. So it's a nice spread this time. Um, well, yeah. So even we, though you've like filled me, uh, you filled my prediction in for me. It's like I am going for one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You're just predictable, Jay, man. That's what it well, is. Well, <laughs> that's it. You know, I like a bit of consistency, mate. It keeps things you know, on a on a worst even thing, point. Jay. You've gone that all fucking season and you're still I know, it's happened. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think you're the only one. Back in the other team. <laughs> you should start putting gonna... a quid on that every 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 match day, man. Just put a quid on four one leads. That's the point. I'd be well down by now. Put a tenner on. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, Ben. I'm gonna do it for the Wolves game just to shut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Three yeah. nil, not four one. <laughs> Although four one would get me three points because it'd be the same differential. So anyway. Mm-hmm. I just what I want to do now, I want to say thank you to Carl, thank you to Jay, thank you to Adam, thank you to everybody listening. Uh, this has been the Auto Know Better podcast, and fuck it, let's go out and smash the wolves. Yeah, Can I guys. Just say one thing? Let's have um Can I just say one thing? Go on, Mad go. Adam wants so, to say one thing before oh, we, go. No, no. Here we go. So uh, so I've got a uh, one of one of my mates who um, lives in Watford. Uh, she listens to this pod every week for some bizarre reason. Uh, but she's just uh, just got a her first house um, this this week. So I just wanted to say, I know she's going to be listening and she subscribes and supports us. So uh, Mel, well done for getting your house. Um, shame you're a Watford fan. Hope you get <laughs> so we can uh, fucking batter you next season. We need revenge in Cardiff. So well done, Mel. Congratulations, well done, Mel. House, Mel. Well, well done, done, Mel. That's, I mean, that's special. I think that might actually be our first shout out of somebody that's not been involved in the pod. So well done, Mel. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's a milestone, that. Well, and well, you'll be lucky if I don't edit it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. You're yeah. so cruel, Gilly. You're so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, fellas. It's been emotional. It's a nice day. Cheers, man. See Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.